Hello, Drunk Theology fans. So good to be here with you today. This is your host, the Reverend C.H. Brown, otherwise known as Chaz. And I'm here with you on Friday, August 7th at about 4.26 p.m. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in the news today and just kind of waiting around to see what's going to be happening. Uh, regarding God and politics and the pandemic, uh, here in the state of California, specifically what's going on in the Los Angeles, Long Beach area, where I'm at, uh, a lot of things taking place, a lot of interesting things taking place, not only here, but all over the country. A lot of, a lot of just amazing events that uh, have been going on. And so uh, I just want to uh, kind of look at some of those things and talk about uh, what's happening you know, uh, earlier uh, this week, actually, I guess it was this weekend, this last Saturday, uh, in Washington, D.C., there were a couple of pro-lifers that were arrested, and they were arrested because they chose to do something and make a statement that apparently the mayor did not want to be said. Let me backpedal a little bit. If you'll remember, the mayor of Washington, D.C. had given a permit to a, a, a group, a, a BLM group, to write down Black Lives Matter in front of the White House uh, on the street to paint in a permanent type of paint, I guess, you know, uh, an art paint. And so uh, that's been there. And then the mayor opened it up to the to anyone and everyone on any street in the city of Washington, D.C. The only thing was you had to get a permit. But you could write down your little message that you wanted to, uh, to give out. Well, this pro-life group, who has for the last decade or so, my understanding, has been going every Saturday in front of this abortion clinic. Every Saturday, this group has gone there. To, uh, to voice their concerns about abortion. And uh, so they do this every Saturday. This isn't something new. And so they decided, you know, and they have been peaceful. They've never had any problems with the police, uh, no problems with the public per se, that, you know, at least it wound up in some kind of uh, altercation or, you know, having to call in the police kind of thing. I mean, they, 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 they've been above board. So they uh, wanted a permit, and they wanted to, uh, you know, paint there on the street, you know, you know, uh, pre-born baby lives matter, uh, pre-born black lives matter, that's what it is, pre-born black lives matter, because this is in Washington, D.C., which is a heavily populated uh, area uh, with, 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 with uh, African Americans, and, or as Joe Biden would say, Blafican uh, Americans. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to get off on Joe Biden right now. But anyway, uh, you know, here, here uh, they, they, this is what they did. They, they, they requested the permit. The permit was denied because the city did not want that message to be painted uh, on the street. You know, pre-born Black Lives Matter. So it's only specific black lives that matter, uh, not conservative black lives, not uh, conservative Republican blacks, not a conservative uh, uh, black uh, 
justices or anything of that nature, just specific ones, you know, ones that uh, like to get involved in anarchy and what have you. I, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. So here, what did they do? They thought, well, you know what, we'll just take some chalk, some colored chalk, and just write it on the sidewalk in front of the uh, abortion clinic. I mean, it was a Planned Parenthood uh, abortion clinic, and they were just going to do it in chalk. I mean, chalk, I mean, you walk over it, I mean, you get you get a couple of dozen people to walk over it a few hours in a few hours' time, and that thing's gone. And before they could complete their mission that morning, when they went there on Saturday morning, which is their normal function, before they were able to get in there, uh, all of a sudden the police show up and tell them they're going to arrest them if they if they do this, and they continue to do it. They said, if you continue to do this, they gave them three warnings. They were nice about it. And then they arrested them and hauled them off to jail, and they had to get representation. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous what's going on. If you hold a, a view that's contrary to the leftist idea, the leftist panacea of socialism and communism, which is what AOC is about, which is what, 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 uh, what, what Joe Biden has become about, I mean, this is, if it's anything different, if the opinion is different, you don't matter. And that has to be understood. That has to be understood by people. I mean, it's one thing to have difference of opinion. Everyone has a different of opinion. You know, it's like the old saying, everybody's, uh, you know, uh, or like, uh, you know, uh, opinions are like noses. Everyone has one. You know, it's, it's, it's okay to have differences of opinion, and that's the whole concept of free speech. The concept of free speech is that I would be able to voice my opinion without, you know, making myself violent towards someone else, nor them incurring violence upon myself, that I could say what I want, they could say what they want. Sticks and stones, baby. I mean, that's what it's about. And, and but this, that's not the agenda of the left, and we need to, we need to wake up. I'm sorry if, uh, if if you're you know this that that's why I have I have always have maintained and that's why I have this 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 podcast and and my and my blog. I've always maintained as a pastor. When I pastored, I was involved in pastoral ministry for 30 years. You know, 20 of those years was as lead pastor, and I never involved politics in the pulpit, and I have reason for that. I have my convictions about that. Now, I preach truth, I preach righteousness, I preach right and wrong out according to scripture, but I do not tell people who to affiliate with. I do not tell people, because that's part of the Constitution of the United States, is that we have freedom to gather together and to affiliate with whomever we want. So, I have never done that in the pulpit. In fact, in my churches that I, that I was the lead pastor, I pulled the American flag out of the sanctuary because uh, part of the tradition of the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the denomination I'm in, uh, the, the vast majority of our churches have an American flag and a Christian flag on the platform. I don't know where they got the Christian flag. Somebody made it up. I don't care. But the bottom line is I took them both down. 
And I took the American flag down intentionally because I never wanted it to be said as I had heard it stated by other people out of national pride, as it were, of their foreign na nationality. I'm, I'm not going to go and uh, turn myself into a white man's religion because that's the way Christianity is viewed by many. They view it as a white man's religion. Even Roman Catholics from Latin America view evangelical Christianity or, or fundamentalism uh, or, or Protestantism, they view it as the white man's religion. So I never wanted it to be understood, especially the communities that I ministered in. They were, they, they were uh, ethnic communities. They were communities that had uh, you know, high poverty levels. And I never wanted any excuse to stand in the way. And that's why I did that. And I've always have been this way. But on this platform, I get to tell it. I have no problem letting you know, hey, I'm not a Republican. Just so you know, I'm not a Republican. You know, I'm just, I, I, I'm, if, if I, now I, I'm a registered Republican because I want to vote in a primary that takes that counts, or at least used to count. You know, but uh, uh, other than that, I mean, the the truth of the matter is, I'm more of a libertarian. The, my my points of view with regard to government, the size of government, and how much uh, control they should have in individual lives and the lives of businesses and the church and everyone else, uh, I'm more of a libertarian, to be quite honest with you. But I do register as a Republican. Now, having said that. Uh, you know, people need to understand what we have is a situation where where you have leftists telling them, uh, right people on the right, you your your opinion doesn't matter to the point of being arrested. Speaking about being arrested, praise God for John MacArthur, man that find you know. You know, a man that uh, that had the cojones. I mean, just I'll just say, had the balls to stand up and say, "I'm tired of this shit." He didn't say those words. He would never say those words. It's me. I'm tired of this, and we're going to have church. I mean, it was a great interview I saw. You know, he just decided to go preach to an empty sanctuary, and within three weeks. You know, his entire congregation was in there without mask and singing and praising God and giving glory to God and preaching messages and people getting saved. I mean, the church has to be the church. I just saw another great video uh, this morning, uh, you know, some some church back east. They got tired of not having church, too, but they were still on a major lockdown where they're at. So they all got together and went to the Walmart and went inside the Walmart to social distance and started having church, started singing praises to God. You know, and I thought, praise God, <laughs> that's what it's about. The church shouldn't even be inside the four walls anyway. Maybe that's what the Lord's really doing, saying that the church belongs out in the marketplace. That's where it belongs, out there in the marketplace where he can demonstrate the love and the and the nurturing and the caring God that we serve. 
Man, that was powerful. But then I heard this morning that a brother here at Calvary Chapel, the pastor at Calvary Chapel in Ventura, it was was uh, in court this morning. I don't know what the decision was. I was waiting for the decision. I hadn't heard anything about it. But they were going to determine whether or not he could continue having services because this, the county of Ventura is suing him for having had church service. And you know what? We have the right of affiliation. This is the United States of America. Our, one, one of our rights is to have freedom of religion. And our religion requires us to gather together on a regular basis, if not daily, to come and to worship God together as a body of believers. So we need to we, we need to wake up to what's going on. You know, you're, the major news they don't cover this stuff. You know, you got to get on Twitter and you know go through all that nonsense to find some of this stuff. You know, and and, and you got to get on uh, other social media platforms and hodgepodge through all the the garbage that's there to try to find the, the, what's happening around us in this nation. You need to pay attention. You need to use your mind. Isn't that one of the commands of Scripture? Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all of your freaking mind. Freaking is in italics, just to let you know, those are my words. All of your mind. Every bit of it. Just use logic. This morning I was watching the you know, the, you know the, the KTLA morning news. I, I don't I've not tuned in them very much because I'm tired of all their anti-conservatism and, and anti-Trump bashing and everything that's going on there, you know. But you know, they reported there have been over ten thousand COVID tests in the state of California to date. Oh now I'm not trying to be insensitive here. I really am not. I'm not trying to be cold-hearted. But do the math. Do the math. 30 million people in the state of California. 10% would be 3 million. 1% would be 300,000. So 0.01% would be 30,000. We only have 10,000. We're talking a fraction of a fraction of 1%. I, which makes me wonder, how many people, and I mean, I'm, I've not looked into it. I really should. I really should. Uh, you, know, I mean, you know, I should look into this and find out how many people die every, every year. Or, you know, how many people last year from January to, to August 1st, how many people died just because it's part of life in the state of California? How many people? I'll bet you the percentages aren't that far, which goes to another thing. You know, a lot of these COVID deaths are not COVID deaths. I shudder to think what's going to happen when they tried that officer who murdered, in my opinion, I've said it before, who murdered that poor man in, in, in Minnesota, George Floyd. Because everyone saw it. Everyone witnesses it on the videotape. But his death has been recorded as a COVID death. 
they're going to make hay of that. Any any good defense attorney is going to use that. I mean, you know, defense attorneys are, they're snakes in the grass. They'll do anything to get their client off, and they're going to make use of that. And when the riots happen again, it's, it's because of the misinformation propaganda that is going on right now. We have to face reality. I personally know that. That's that's okay. That's that that is uh, anecdotal from the news, anecdotal from my own life. I personally had I have a friend whose father was a military man, a lifetime military man, who died of a heart attack because the bottom line is, in the last twenty years or so, you know, he hasn't refused to give up his his sausage and bacon and everything else in his lifestyle. That just and, and, and then family history that led to led to his heart attack, having heart issues and problems for a long time, and he finally succumbed to a heart, uh, a, a coronary event, and he died. Just so happened, probably got it while he was waiting in the ER. Just so happened to get the COVID. So now he had a COVID death, and the entire family had to go into, uh, you know, what do they call that? The isolation, when they, they isolate you, and you, know, you can't go anywhere. The entire, for 14 days. Ridiculous. The man had a heart attack, had been having heart attacks had had heart surgery. His body finally gave in. Never was symptomatic with the COVID. How many of those are being reported? How many of the girls that were, for example, in Florida, who went to go get tested and after standing three hours in line and already having filled out the information, said, flip this, I got to get out of here and get get to do what I have to do, and they left. Only the next day to be contacted and said, you tested positive for COVID. They never took the test. But it gets reported as we have X number of cases. Get real. But back to the Planned Parenthood thing. You know, I don't understand that. How, you know, these the, these. Poor kids, they get arrested all because they're standing against Planned Parenthood. And understand that the Democratic Party has been in with Planned Parenthood uh, from before abortions were legal. I I learned about this back in the 80s when my, me and my my ministry with with the with the church that I ministered at at the time and the youth pastor, we got involved with a, a group uh, in, in here in Long Beach that that helped uh, teenage girls that were going to be having a, a, an abortion. They were going to be having an abortion. And they, they would house them and educate them and prepare them for parenthood, prepare them for life. That was their ministry, and we were involved with that. And through that, I learned about Planned Parenthood. 
I learned that the founder of Planned Parenthood was a woman who believed in eugenics, a woman who believed that the black population of the United States of America, that their numbers needed to be controlled, and that the best means of that is through abortion. And through several decades, until finally, when the, the 70s, with Roe v. Wade and all this, Planned Parenthood finally, and, and the entire time, from the time of, of, of FDR, every Democratic president was involved with, the, with this woman, helping her on her quest, because she wanted to control the black population. That's why the Democrats fought hard for, for, for the welfare and food stamp system in the 60s because they knew that they could tie strings to it saying that you could not have a father in the home because he should be the means of support, not the government. So it created an environment where, and you get more money the more children you have, which created an environment which has decimated the black community. And even then, you have the, the other side where the teenage girls are getting pregnant there and they're figuring out, look, if we can't have them get pregnant and, and, and populating this place. And so Planned Parenthood is in every black and Latino community in every community of, of color uh, in these United States. You don't find them in Beverly Hills. Maybe they do have one just for the sake of appearance, but you know, uh, this, is, this is the evil. And why people cannot see, why people refuse, which, you know, brings me to an interesting uh, video I saw this week. Very powerful. I, I, and, I, and I'm not much into, well, I can't say I'm not much into it. I'm very, I'm very cautious and very careful of anyone that claims to have had a prophetic dream. This, this, this particular black minister, and I will... Uh, get the links for that and put that in my YouTube because uh, I'm because I'm videoing this even though it's a podcast. Hi guys, how's it going? Uh, you know, um, I'll put I'll put a link to that there so that you can see it. Very interesting because he was not a President Trump fan and to this day really kind of sort of isn't, but he knows what God has spoke to his heart. You know, and and uh, yeah, no. No, that's not to say that Trump is a a number one Christian and all that stuff. I'm not, no one's no one's saying that, but he is a Cyrus. God used Cyrus in a powerful way to help Israel. He wasn't no Jew. He wasn't he wasn't a follower of God. God used him to protect the Jews so that they could build their temple. And that and I, I've said too much. You need to listen to everything. Uh, really, really powerful stuff there, and we need we need to wake up as 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 uh, Christ followers, as believers, as those who have the name of Yahweh on our lips. We need we need to we need to uh, to wake up to reality that there is a plan to destroy the family, to destroy households. And if you can do that and get them dejected and rejected and feeling like they have no one else to call into and you've got the church locked up where it can't go out and have services and there's no one else to turn to, who the hell are you going to turn to? 
Well, the government's right there holding out its hand. We're going to have all these pandemic checks for you. We're going to have all of these supplies. Come, come, come. And the sheep follow. We need to be careful. We need to be really careful. We need to be watchful of what's happening. Because there's a lot happening in our society. You listen, you know, I was listening, you know, I, 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 I get, I, I find myself in situations where, you know, I'm having conversation or, or more, most time, more time not listening to conversations, not that I'm eavesdropping. I just happen to be there and someone will pop in and be talking and, and, and saying things and I'll just listen because I don't know who they are and I want to hear their heart. I want to hear their story. But, I, you know, like last night, I, I happened to, upon a very fine, fine gentleman, fine, uh, sounds like he's got a wonderful, fine family, but they're involved in the education system. And boy, you know, they're just, they're just bought in on all this nonsense about, you know, we got to do this para los niños. That's what we got to do it for. Got to do it for the kids, you know. You can't, you can't, got to keep them home. You know, it's like, really? You, you, you bought this? You have a mind. Use it. See what's happening. Observe. Be discerning. Because we're being fed a bill of goods. I'll say it again. I said this before and I'll say it again. The mark of the beast. Sounds scary, and it is. And this is by no means the mark of the beast, what we're experiencing yet. But the concept of the mark of the beast is that there, you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. And we have it now in this state, in this city. You cannot buy or sell unless you have the mask. You can't come into this store. My wife tells me all the time, you know, how... Uh, the, you know, they have confrontations with people. Put your mask on or get out. She hates it. And there are some people, they don't care. I, I don't, praise God. You know, they, they stand up and say, you know, hey, I'm in America. And they have to service them. Because it's an essential service. That's why they're open. More people need to stand up. And say, hey, enough. Because I'm going to tell you something. That mask is killing you, as far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, that mask is killing you. Let me read to you. Because, you know, the CDC guidelines are constantly changing. Constantly changing. So, you know, check this out. My wife was told... You must wear a mask. She's been wearing a plastic shield pretty much since the beginning of this because she found after the first day she cannot breathe in that mask. Her mind gets cloudy and foggy. She, she, she gets dizzy. Not everyone can wear the thing. But what we're going to do, quit our jobs and depend on the government? 
So she found this shield. And they were cool with it. They said, yeah, that's fine, because after all, her spittle is going to just go on the shield if she spits, you know, her breath, you know, and, 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 and all that. And then on top of that, they've got a, a, a half-inch plexiglass in front of her uh, protecting the clients, uh, the customers from another with another barrier. But they said, you must wear a mask. Emperor Newsom said so. It must be a mask. Can't even be one of those alligator things anymore. Can't be just the regular scarf. It, it must be a mask. Yes, Emperor. So, I found this article. Said there's another good option available for people who just can't get used to strapping on a face mask while out in public, experts say. Plastic face shields offer another means of deterring COVID-19 that some might find easier. And said Dr. Amish Adelia, a senior scholar with John Hopkins Center for Health Security in Baltimore. Says there are clear plastic or plexiglass shields that cover the entire face from the forehead down to the chin and lower. An elastic band holds the shield in place. Face shields have been shown to reduce the viral exposure by 96%. That's as good as the mask. And you're not breathing in your own carbon dioxide, which is what makes you dizzy and makes you foggy. And not only that, that carbon dioxide that you're breathing in if you wear a mask all the time, it's lowering your immune system. It's lowering your immune system. It's dangerous. But man, they're doubling down on it now. So my wife said, I'm not wearing it. They said, well, then you have to sign this waiver. And the waiver says, that she had mental issues. Oh, that's great. That's going to go in your in in your uh, file. That you're a mental case. It's going to give them reason to fire you if you ever blow a gasket. Shelly doesn't. But you see, control must wear the mask or you cannot buy or sell. They're setting you up mentally to get used to being controlled in this fashion so that when the mark of the beast finally does get here, we will be conditioned to behave in such a manner. Maybe not us, maybe not our generation, but our children have observed it, and if we make them comply, and if we make them do, do all these things through the school system, what have you, 25, 30 years from now, they may be very well accepting the mark of the beast. Get real, man. Either you, you, know, either you believe the scriptures or you don't. That's the bottom line. Here, let me read you a, a, another interesting uh, thing that came out this week regarding the virus, which I'm going to tell you right now. Before I even read this, I'm going to make a statement. I don't believe in any of this horseshit. I don't. 
I don't believe. Now, I believe the virus is real, but I don't believe in the severity of it one iota. Not what is being promoted out there and propagated out of this populace. Look at this. This is from the Virology Journal, the official publication of Dr. Fauci's National Institute of Health. Dr. Fauci, the one who doesn't want us to shake hands anymore. Dr. Fauci, the one who says that we must wear a mask now. Dr. Fauci, who said, no, don't wear a mask. Oh, go ahead and wear a mask. No, don't wear a mask. Yes, gets you. Now he's saying, don't shake hands. He's saying, don't, you know, you know, don't go anywhere without a mask. And then he goes to a baseball game and he takes his mask off. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. But listen to what Dr. Fauci's National Institute of Health published what is now a blockbuster article on August 22nd, 2005, 15 years ago, under the heading, and get ready for this, chloroquine is a potent inhibitor, a potent, that means really strong, inhibitor, does for you in, in, in real Linda, a potent inhibitor of SARS, coronavirus infection and spread. Emphasis Write the researchers, we report that chloroquine has strong antiviral effects on SARS-CoV infection of primate cells. These inhibitory effects are observed when the cells are treated with the drug either before or after exposure to the virus, suggesting both a prophylactic and therapeutic advantage. In other words, chloroquine, which the media has gone batshit crazy on Trump for pushing it, for suggesting that it's a great therapeutic, hydroxychloroquine is actually weaker than chloroquine, and it works against the COVID-19. Understand what COVID stands for. It means coronavirus disease. The 19 means 2019 because they first discovered it in December of 2019. D-19. COVID-19. Coronavirus. SARS is a coronavirus. There are many coronaviruses. Do you know what coronaviruses are? What family they belong to? They're the family of the rhinovirus. The rhinovirus. You know what the rhinovirus is? It's what you've got on your face, a nose. It's a cold. It is a cold virus. More severe than the common cold, but the cold virus is also technically, it is a rhinovirus and is part of that family. So, I love the rest of the This means, of course, that Dr. Fauci has known for 15 years that chloroquine, even in its milder derivative hydroxychloroquine, will not only treat the current case of coronavirus therapeutic, but prevent future cases prophylactic. 
So HCQ functions as both the cure and the vaccine. In other words, it's a wonder drug for coronavirus, said Dr. Fauci in 2005. What's changed, Dr. Fauci? Who's lining your pockets? See, you got to study this stuff. You got to look this stuff up. This stuff isn't make believe. This is stuff that it can, it, you can, you can verify it. You don't have to believe me. Go and verify it. Go, go you know, go to the to, to the Virology Journal, which is the 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 National Institute of Health Journal. Go to it. Look it up there. August. 2005. You know, go go to to uh, to to uh, um, the, to the medical. Uh, uh, let's see here. What is it? Medicalexpress.com, and look at their articles from their journals. The CDC isn't reporting everything accurately, and it's an intentional misuse of their power to cause confusion to these to everyone that's here. You understand that. It creates paranoia and fear, and it, it causes confusion. You know, my wife tells me every day of just arguments and fights and, and attitudes that just come along. And, and you know, she, I, and I know she's getting to a place where she's going to start breaking down, and I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Not at all. I don't like it. You know, she told me yesterday how that this customer just, you know, tried to start bagging his own stuff because he didn't like the way the the clerk or the assistant was packing things away. And they're not allowed to do that. That's part of the protecting of this public. And I said, sorry, you cannot do this. Oh, they're not doing it. I'm sorry, sir, you cannot do this. And, and you know, it's for your protection. Please understand, we're not trying to, to be cruel, but it's for your protection. And he argued with his morning. Finally, he just understood, I'm a stupid bitch. And my wife usually just goes on, rolls the punches, you know. But she just looked, and she took all of his stuff off the top the belt, threw it to the end, and shoved the cart to him and said, have at it then. Hello, how can I help you? Went to the next line. Because people's attitudes, they're ugly. They don't understand that people are under pressure. That you're, Be kind to those retail people that wait on you. They're under so much pressure. You know, the confusion over the face mask. Do we wear one or don't we? All of this nonsense. And the Dems refuse to take responsibility, you know, for the alleged increase in the cases. They refuse to take them. You know, they, they're reporting these huge number of cases. You know, New York and New Jersey. Well, it's the freaking Dems that are in charge of those places and putting people in, in, in rest homes that shouldn't be going there that are sick and infecting everybody else and, 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 and uh, allowing people to go out in the street and riot, not stopping them, but in fact, uh, giving them carte blanche and let's defund the police and encouraging the crowd and they and and none of that causes the coronavirus to to, to increase but let let uh, let the republicans get together for a little rah-rah meeting with the president and look at COVID-19 is spreading all over the city because of them they refuse to take credit and at the same time try to convince us that it's all Trump's fault wake up 
Get real. I'm not tooting my horn for Trump. I'm just saying they're robbing us of our rights. That's what I'm concerned about. That they're taking away our rights. Our rights to gather together. Now they're trying to wipe out the NRA. Why? Because they want to take away their gun rights. Don't be fooled. And the church, with the exception of those good old Baptist boys, John MacArthur and 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 Calvary Chapel, yeah, I know they're non-denominational, but you know what? They're 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 five uh, five point Calvinist. I mean, you know, it's okay. I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm Pentecostal, whatever. But man, I look at I look at shame in my so-called you know Holy Ghost fire filled brothers, and and uh, they're all cowering in their churches. And church is acquiescing it's right instead of instead of acquiescing to the will of God we need to wake up we need to wake up we need to return to the altars the church needs to return to the altar and grab hold of the horns of the altar and cry out to God and say Lord we repent of our foolishness of trying to please man thinking that we could reach them by pleasing them Make note of what Paul did in Corinth. I know people don't like this interpretation, but look at what Paul did in Corinth after coming from Athens. You know, in Athens, he went to Mars Hill and he made a big speech. And they laughed him to scorn. One thing about that message, he never quoted the word of God. An an interesting, interesting point. People don't like it. They try to say, well, and and, and instead he used their poets. And people say, well, you know, he's trying to show that he had knowledge. You could do both. But he did not rely on the word of God. And he says as much after having left Corinth, after being there 18 months, and wrote them a letter, says, when I came to you, I came in fear and trembling. And I decided I would never again ever rely on the sagacity of man, but on the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when he was in Corinth, he tried to play nice because he was before the most intelligent court and philosophers in the world at that time. And he wanted to show them he wasn't no dummy. He wasn't some country bumpkin. And he showed off his intelligence and won nobody to Christ. He said only a few came. And he never established a church there. We need to get back to the altar, church. Say, God, forgive us for trying to be men pleasers. Let us become God pleasers. Anyway, God bless you guys. That's all I have to say for this week. But I'll see you next week. And I have a special guest again. (laughs) See you later. God bless you. I love you. Be safe. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Shalom.